we really want you here and care about you as people. Uh, so with that, uh, we're going to now transition to Afterglow, which uh, is simply a time where anybody here in the room is able to respond or comment or question, uh, and we just talk in a group setting instead of back and forth to me uh, about this topic that I've laid out today. And um, and so, yeah, uh, with that, I cede the floor. That's very true. The floor is open for questions. The floor is open. I think that idea of a, a tyrannical God, of God as a tyrant, that as you expressed, was kind of ingrained in you and conditioned into you. And I know that was also for me. I think that that is a very toxic and dangerous perspective, not only for a person internally, for their own uh, mental security, I guess, but also for how you move through life and interact with other people. Uh, being, I think being scared of that judgment day or being, yeah, living in, it, is, it, it promotes a mindset of living in fear, I think. And I don't say that to to dispel anybody's worldviews, but maybe just to challenge and say, how much healthier would your interactions look if you didn't think there were a scorekeeper up in the sky with a notepad taking notes and 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 de- you know giving you demerits, taking crowns or taking jewels off your crown, you know, for whenever you die or whatever. Uh, I, I think even maybe not even necessarily going so far as humanism. Uh, you know, and, and or, or, or atheism or any or any uh, iteration of that, but just kind of saying, even okay, even within Christian terms, maybe saying, okay, we are the body, you are the hand, you are the foot of God of Christ, and so choosing to engage with people with that pretense, I think, or that pretext is uh, a lot healthier than just kind of throwing your hands back, and, and it can even promote, I think, a mindset of laziness, an approach of laziness, saying, oh well. It's all being handled, yeah. you know. I don't. I don't have to be active or proactive. I don't have to engage, uh, you know, or even make decisions for myself or be responsible for my actions beyond them following these rules, these you know, ten commandments, I guess. You know, so I, I, I fully agree that uh, even if a person doesn't want to go so far as to speak with the terminology of the death of God movement, I think that it is inarguably more effective to to approach interacting with people owning your choices and 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 owning okay, owning owning what you do and realizing that what you do uh, independently affects the people around you maybe there's and and if there, even if you think there is a bigger plan just kind of putting that out of your mind and saying this is not a healthy way to interact with people yeah well thank you talking and first of all you know I don't think of you as being an outlier (laughs) Um, I think we're all outliers (laughs) and um, I think we all struggle to believe in God and to somehow somehow make connections between the Bible and the historical church and what we see in our world and I think that um, you often say things that are profound and that change how I think, that influence how I think. And so um, you're very much a part of this community, I think. Um, secondly, 
as far as um, well I guess I was going to talk about revolution and worship I've been listening to a lot of the old afterglows and kind of seeing that we keep saying the same things over and over that we want to be a venue where people can come and express themselves authentically and that includes struggles and beliefs and joys and I mean I think that is what a church is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a community where people can connect in authentic ways and find support and consolation and hope and um, where well anyway I'm not going to say that but so I've redefined my um, my definition of worship because I've always struggled with you know going to a church where they'll say now it's worship time and so that means they sing these and excuse me if I'm offending anyone but they sing these ditties that someone could write in five minutes and they use a lot of words that we don't necessarily use commonly in in our conversations without defining them and to me it's it's never been fulfilling Um, Vivaldi is more fulfilling obviously because that's a more eloquent, elaborate composition. But what I was going to say is now when I come to church and I hear this, um, I hear Jay or someone read from the Bible and then I hear someone talk about how we struggle with it and what does it mean and who could Christ be and you know what kind of people should we be? How should we treat others and why are there others? Um, because we're all human, we're all flawed, um, but precious in a sense. So to me, worship is hearing that authentic conversation and just the effect, the internal effect, that I feel like this is a Christ that I, I can worship. It's not because I say, I worship you, I worship you. It's because after hearing who he, she is um, and how there's a spiritual influence that's working in our lives, just the, the impact on my heart and, and who I am, um, I feel a sense of worship. I don't know if that made a great deal of sense, but just it's an internal posture to me. That's what worship is. Even though I still think we should have a song for Afterglow. (laughs) (laughs) Afterglow! Afterglow! And real quickly, uh, so it's my understanding that in the Old Testament, the sacrificial offerings, um, which on the one hand, it's really odd to kill animals to worship God, but the, the one of the concepts behind it is to give, to sacrifice your best, to take your best. And I think that I've noticed an attempt here to bring your best arguments and, and kind of sacrifice them and... Uh, to the group here, so 
maybe that's a form of worship is that we're trying to bring our intellect uh, and experiences to bear in a, and present them in a community context that can be a vulnerable thing at some, at some points. And, you know, I was thinking when you started about the difference, well, the kinds of arguments. If you've ever studied logic, you know, there's different kinds of arguments. And what we always look for is a sound argument. And so um, there's two elements to a sound argument. One is that the premises have to be true. And I think that many people stop there. (laughs) But the other thing is that it has to be, it has to be, Valid. It has to be structured in such a way that it's it's a uh, it's rational. It's um, it's called valid. But um, you know, I think that's what we try to do here. We we are allowed to question each other, and we're allowed to question the scriptures and think, well, what does this mean? And um, and to have feedback to hear feedback about our conclusions. They're not final conclusions. I like I like that. I, we I know you and I have specifically talked about this before. About uh, is it, I know it's quoted by Peter Rollins and Nietzsche has that that poem about the death of God. Uh, where it's like a, it makes a metaphor of now that and of course it's not a literal maybe there are people who think that God is a being who literally died somehow but uh, the whole movement the idea isn't that you know it's, it's like our conception of God or whatever has died and it doesn't even I don't think uh, address or comment on the factual literal existence of a deity but there's that line in there about um, now with without and it kind of builds off the metaphor that you were making about outer space without, without the gravitational pull of a sun that we humanity as, as the planet as, as the earth are, are uh, orbiting around or being attracted to and being affected by without that we're now a rogue planet you know uh, just like being catapulted through cold outer space without any sun without any structure without the parental influence of like a uh, of a referee, you know, in the sky or whatever it is. And I think that that, that is a healthy way to say, okay, given given where we are now, we're almost in a almost a crisis mode, but not not to where like we have to scramble around and figure things out, but to where we're like, okay, with a fallen structure like that, what can we build from it and and, and benefit ourselves and other people around us? You know, so I like I like that metaphor of uh, heavenly bodies. Like you, but yeah, okay. you're a heavenly body. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, uh, bodies also revolve around black holes as well as stars. Yes, they do. And uh, black hole seems to be either like a bunch of mass, or I guess it's the opposite of nothing. Really, mm-hmm. it's condensed mm-hmm. to the hill. Um. But that doesn't seem like a good thing to roll around. Maybe get sun. Do you get? Yeah. But suns die and become black holes. Yeah. So maybe God is a black hole, bro. Yeah. Maybe we got some some metaphor we can. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds good. (laughs) 
Well, isn't there more antimatter than matter? I believe that's true. Yeah, I think uh, like dark matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess is it most of the mm -hmm. most of the whole shebang. Over ninety percent, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's some it's dark sort matter. of matter mm -hmm. that we don't understand. So, yeah, it's hard uh, to have. I mean, obviously, there's this new atheist movement that's like for certain. Like God doesn't exist. Well, if you follow science, like there's some weird stuff that it seems mysterious. Uh, multiple universes, uh, quantum physics, where mm -hmm. particles can go backwards in time. Um, yeah, this dark matter thing, where most of the universe is made up of something we don't even know. Um, maybe you should have a little bit more wiggle room or less certainty uh, because it seems like the, the thing you're trying to say, we have so much certainty in the science. Mm -hmm. Well, it seems like within science itself, there's confusion and doubt. And uh, all, all I'm trying to say is maybe you shouldn't just be like, all religion is bad uh, because there's a lot of weird mysteries within your own thing. Um, and also, I don't have any problem with atheism. Um, but like I, with new atheism, with, with the militant form of it, it it, it um, aggressively presumes a definition of God. And I'm not going to argue with anyone about whether there is or is not a God. But but saying okay, we define God, you know, like stagnantly as this as this thing as this set, uh, you know, as, as a conscious entity, and we reject that, you know, from a, in a militant with a militant energy. And and so it's like you're, there's a lot of presumption going into that. Like, well, this this little thing is God, and it doesn't exist. You know, it's like, well, that that's it's presuming the atheist definition of God, and it's presuming the quote unquote believers definition of God. I think. Yeah, straw man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, I guess maybe I should issue a challenge to the new atheists to be like, be an atheist of my God, a God that I don't know if ever really did exist, but decided if decided to leave heaven in a metaphorical way to <laughs> yeah. become every human. Like, come on, man, deny that. <laughs> well, and it was if you do believe in a historical Jesus, which I do, mm -hmm. um, he was saying this whole system is, is evil, it's wrong. This is how you should behave. These are the people that are important, you know, the least of these. I mean, he, you know, these Pharisees, they're the ones that he spoke out against most vehemently because they claimed to represent God, and he said, no, no. Hmm. So he was rejecting their conception of God, really. That's, he was an atheist to, to, their, to the Pharisees' God. Almost. Right, yeah. right. Well, he, he wasn't an atheist, I don't think, to the Pharisees' God, but he, he was saying that to the Pharisees conception. don't know anything yeah. about... Right. Well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was right. an atheist. And I'm an atheist to American Christianity generally because it doesn't seem to have anything to do with, with Christ or justice or love. <laughs> Unfortunately... Make your own God, man. It's like a but I think, workshop. Yeah, but I think we're all atheists. 
to that god. Yeah. I think it's called empire. It's true. Uh, cool. Well, uh, thanks everyone for coming out today. And um, feel free to stick around, chat amongst yourselves. Uh, but yeah, hope to see you again. <laughs>